Leveling up. Extreme business growth through raising your game. When what was once extraordinary becomes ordinary, you know you've leveled up. Hi, this is George Swift and welcome to the Leveling Up podcast. The Leveling Up podcast is here to give the personal development, the entrepreneurial development and the business growth that you, the ambitious business owner, desires. I'm here to give you the inspiration, the motivation, but above all else, as always, to challenge your aspirations to take you and your business to the next level. Don't forget, subscribe to this podcast and never miss an episode. And in this episode, I'm asking you the random question, which is, is your business a DeLonghi or a Nespresso? If you're into your coffee, you might be aware of where I might be heading with this. If you're not into your coffee and have absolutely no idea what the hell I'm talking about, and if you know what I'm talking about, but you have no idea how you could compare coffee machines to your business, then just bear with me. In this episode, all will become clear. So I do love coffee. I'm not going to lie. I liked it a little bit too much for many, many years. And now, uh, sacrilege, I'll be honest with you, for many people, I am a decaf man only. However, I still love the whole experience of coffee. I love drinking coffee, making coffee. I love the aromas and the smells of coffee, the sounds. I like how it looks coming out of the machine. I like playing with the milk and the foam and you get it, right? I'm a little bit of a frustrated barista. But how does this relate to you and your business? Well, I have two coffee machines at home and indulgently, they sit side by side on my kitchen counter. One is a DeLonghi and one is an espresso. My DeLonghi machine is beautiful. It's chrome, mostly metal, hardly any plastic on it. And making a cup of coffee doesn't take long, but it is a whole process. You turn the machine on, you let it heat up. There's a little plate on the top of the machine to heat up your espresso cup. So if you want to leave it on for a little bit, you can get a little bit of heat into that espresso cup. If you know anything about espresso cups, you're not meant to put coffee into a cold espresso cup. You want to heat it up first. If you don't want to heat it up on the machine itself, you can run some boiling water. You heat it up a little bit, take off that cold edge, and then the cup's ready for use. Then you take your coffee, you put your coffee into the basket, you then push your coffee into it to compress it, you then click it onto the machine, you then hit your button, the machine gurgles and then eventually you get coffee coming out and you fill your espresso cup. You take your espresso cup, put that into a mug or you put that into a glass. You then get milk, you put milk into the jug, you then froth your milk, heat your milk, you then pour the milk into your coffee cup. Now, it's the whole barista experience right there and then. It only takes maybe a couple of minutes or so, but then you've got to clean the machine. So you take the components that froth the milk and you rinse those with water, you put them back on, then you have to tap out the coffee, rinse those items. And it doesn't take ages, but it's a little bit of a faff. But to be honest with you, when you're in your barista mode, it's a wonderful faff. The whole experience is the experience of making coffee. From turning it on, switching it on, all the way through to cleaning it out, you are engaged with the making of the coffee. It's a process and it's a wonderful process. However, sometimes you just want a cup of coffee and you know what? It's too much hassle. So I also have an espresso machine. My Nespresso machine is nowhere near as elegant. It costs probably about the same, mostly plastic. But this one, you get your pod, you get it out of a box, you slot your pod in, close the lid, hit the button. As long as you've got a cup underneath of it, you'll have a perfect espresso in probably about 10 to 15 seconds. I've never counted, maybe 20 seconds. Meanwhile, I've been 
heating up milk in my Nespresso frother. So heating and frothing the milk on the side. By the time the espresso's poured, the milk's heated up and frothed. It all goes into a cup. Add a little squirt of your favourite syrup. Jobs a good one. There's no cleaning. There's no aftercare. The next time you come to put a pod in, you open up the lid to put the next pod in. The old pod just goes into a little basket at the back where you'll take it out and recycle it at some point in the future. The whole process takes a fraction of the time. There's a fraction of the reward in terms of the experience of making coffee. It's all taken care for you. But what you get is a perfect, reliable cup of coffee every single time. So my question now is, is your business a DeLonghi or an espresso? You see, if your business is a DeLonghi, you need to make sure that your clients are DeLonghi clients. They want the experience of having to engage with you to work for the result. You see, if you're selling DeLonghi to an espresso customer, then espresso customer is just going to get so frustrated because all they want is a cup of coffee. They want it to be as frictionless as possible. They want to be involved in the process as minimally as possible. They want to push a button, get a cup of coffee, and then get on. If you've got someone, however, who's a DeLonghi customer, they're not going to want to engage with an espresso because an espresso takes away all of the joy of being engaged in the process of creating the coffee. So your business, is it frictionless? And you're selling your business and your products and your services on the basis that actually it's easy to do business with you. You expect very little from your customers. They don't engage with the process. It's like, you know what? You're buying a service. You're buying a product. You're buying an outcome. You give us money. We take care of everything. We need a little bit from you, but as minimal as possible, you get on with what it is that you want to get on with. Let us take care of delivering X, Y, Z. Or are you a DeLonghi, which is, you know what? You're going to have to get engaged with this customer. You're going to have to get involved in this process. We'll do as much as we possibly can, but fundamentally, you need to be involved in the process and you really need to be the person that's going to enjoy getting involved in that process. Does this make sense? You could argue if it's therapy, it's the difference between coaching and hypnotherapy. Coaching, you have to engage with the process. You're going to be intrinsically part of it. You're probably going to have to go and do homework. You're going to have to get truly involved in the process of solving the problem that you've gone there to solve. Now, if we imagine hypnotherapy inaccurately, but it's a crude analogy, we imagine ourselves going into the hypnotherapist's office, we get comfortable in a chair, close our eyes, listen to their voice, slowly get taken into a dreamlike state. We wake up half an hour later, cured of our spiderphobia, snake phobia, smoking, whatever it is we've gone in there for, and we get on with our day. Now, I get it. If you're a hypnotherapist, that's not exactly how it works, but it serves as a great analogy. One, you're there, you're present, you're thinking, you're working hard for it. The other one, it's been done to you. Now, fundamentally, of course, whether you go for hypnotherapy or whether you go for coaching will depend largely on what it is you're trying to solve. But one requires you to be heavily involved. The other one requires you not to be so heavily involved. And if both of them, for example, cured you of smoking, then a different customer would be attracted to each of these solutions. One likes the idea of being involved in the process. The other one says, you know what? I just want to give up smoking. Get me in there. Knock me out. Cure me. Let me go on my business. Again, I know hypnotherapy doesn't work exactly like that. It's the same with my DeLonghi machine. It's the same with my Nespresso machine. One is an experience. You're engaged in the whole process of making coffee. And that is a fundamental part of that product. 
The Nespresso takes away all of that and just gives you a perfect cup of coffee every single time. It's a little bit cold. It's a little bit sterile in comparison, but it gives you the result, a cup of coffee. As a general rule in business, you kind of want to be an espresso. The general rule is you want to be as frictionless as possible to deliver the result, deliver what the customer is paying for as easy as possible, as simplistically as possible, and with them getting involved as little as possible. However, number one, sometimes that's just not appropriate for the product, like coaching, for example. It's never going to work like that. My success groups, for example, where I have groups for businesses just starting out, groups of businesses doing 30, 40, 50, 60K, trying to hit 100 plus. And I've got groups of business owners doing one, two, three, 400, 500 grand, continually to scale their businesses. Each and every one of them, I can't do anything for them. I give them information, education, we give them support, we give them processes, we give them apps and software, we give them everything we can to help them create the success for themselves. But fundamentally, I can't create the success for them. I can't achieve their goals for them. What I can do is educate them on how to set a goal, hold them accountable to those goals, put in systems and processes in order to make sure they stick to their goals, create a goal app they can log into to track their goals, I can give them a whole process for setting those goals. But what I can't do is achieve the goals on their behalf. Fundamentally, my product only works when they fully engage in that product. So if you've got a client that's not willing to engage with those processes, they don't want to do the goal setting. They don't want to do the education. They don't want to turn up and do and participate in what we do. Then there's no question that is not the right business owner for us. In fact, I'd argue there isn't any product that's going to solve their problems for them because fundamentally they're going to have to heavily get involved in that process. If there is a hypnotherapist out there that makes you more successful with hypnotherapy, then that would be the right solution for them. I don't think it exists. It's certainly not something I've ever come across. So if you are a business like mine where you can't be an espresso machine, you have to be a DeLonghi, you need to then go and make sure that you attract DeLonghi customers and clients and they're aware that they are intrinsically involved in the whole process of creating the outcome. And then you want people who enjoy that whole process. Then what you do is individual elements you might make more like an espresso machine. You see, like the goal setting, the whole point of my goal setting process is that they have to get involved and set their goals. It's time consuming. It takes energy. It takes effort and brain power. It's quite an emotional experience for most people as well. They have to invest heavily in setting their goals. But when it comes to tracking their goals, we make that as slippery as possible, as frictionless as possible. We're constantly trying to improve our online app so it's easier and easier to use. It's more transparent. It's easier for them to log into, to see where they're at, to update their goals, to update their progress. We make it as easy as possible, as frictionless as possible. So within our DeLonghi machine that is our business, because it unashamedly, unapologetically needs to be like that, and it is fundamentally what we're selling, Within that, we don't want to make all the elements like a DeLonghi machine. Like, for example, they need to invest time and energy in setting their goals. And it's intrinsically a fun part of creating success in business or in life is the engagement in the goal setting and the achievement of those goals. But making the app where they track those goals and update those progress to those goals, then obviously you don't want that to be a convoluted process. Yes, they're engaged in it. But you want them really to go in there, do what they need to do, get what they need to get from it, and then get on with their life. So with aspects of my business, I have to make them like a Nespresso machine. 
They get what they paid for. They get what they want. They come in, they get the result, they get access, and it's as slippery as possible, as frictionless as possible, and they can get on with their life. They can get on with setting their goals, achieving their goals. They can get on with fundamentally growing their businesses and creating the success that they want to have. The business as a whole, however, is a DeLonghi experience. It has to be. In your business, for example, if you're selling them an output and you are selling it to people that want you to do that output for them, that's the product that you sell, then you're a perfect match for your client base. You want to make it as frictionless as possible. They buy an output, you do the output, they get the output, they get on with their life. An example of this might be, for example, a company or business or consultant that does systems, processes, and systemization. The chances are your client base is time poor, they're stressed, they're frustrated, and therefore the very nature of who your client is means that they do not have the time or the energy or the focus to be able to massively engage in the process of making their business more systemized, more optimized, because they just don't have the time to do it. Now, of course, that's a completely self-defeating cycle. I don't have the time to solve my problem of not having enough time. However, understand that if you are a company that helps businesses become more efficient, more effective, to give back more time to the owner or to the workforce, understand that the people you're selling to are not going to be people that have loads of time because they don't need your product. Who you're selling to is people that don't have time. And therefore, if you're selling them a solution, that means that they have to spend hours and hours or days and days or weeks and weeks or months and months getting involved in the process in order to create the outcome, no matter how important that outcome is, but the very nature of who they are, you're going to struggle to sell that to them. You want to be an espresso machine. We come in, I spend an hour with you, we go away, we get it done. You come back, it's all sorted, it's all taken care of. It's very different experience for the customer than the one that wants to intrinsically get involved in the process. So a different customer you might have, or a different target market, a different avatar that you sell to, they might actually want to be heavily involved in that process. But if you're an espresso machine that gets things done for them, they're going to be equally frustrated because they're left out of the loop. They want to be involved in the process. Let's imagine, for example, you're an interior designer. You can be an espresso machine or you can be a DeLonghi. But you want to make sure that you're selling to Nespresso or DeLonghi customers based on what it is that you're selling. You see, if you're an interior designer and you say, you know what, I come in, I spend an hour with you, we go through some charts, we go through some you know, Pinterest pages, you show me what you like, I'll come back to you two days later and say, here's my thoughts, you sign off on those thoughts, you go away for the weekend, we get it done, you move back in on a Monday or a Sunday night and everything's taken care of. Now, if you've got an espresso customer, they're going to love it. Okay, so it takes one hour now, it's going to take me, what, an hour in a couple of days' time, then I bugger off, have a great weekend and it's all done for me, perfect. But imagine that you've got a different client base and this client base is more of a DeLonghi style client base. They won't like that. They'll want to spend longer with you up front discussing what it is that they want. They'll spend much longer going through the files, the folders, the Pinterest folders. They want to see more options. They want to talk about it. They want to get involved in it. When they meet you later with your ideas, they don't want to sit there and throw some ideas at them and they say, yep, that'll do, brilliant. They want to go in there. They might want to touch things, see things. They might want to go in and say, right, can you mock things up for me? Can you send some of the fabric? Let me see. And what's happened now, of course, is if your product is set up in a way where you're super frictionless, actually, it's counterproductive to that client base. So if that's a client base that you're finding or that's a client base that you're targeting, 
then of course your product is not going to be fit for purpose. It's going to be frustrated. They don't want to go away for a weekend and come back and have it done. They want to be there and see it come to life. They might want to get involved in the whole bloody process. This might be an absolute pain in the ass for you if you are a Nespresso company. Equally, however, if you have an espresso client, they don't want to spend ages with you going through all the samples, being around to give yes or no's on micro details. They just want you to get on with it, get the job done, move on. So hopefully this whole analogy of is your business DeLonghi or espresso is starting to make sense for you right now. So if you are selling a product to an audience where they want to end result as easy as possible, then typically Nespresso is what you want to do. You want to be able to spend as little time as possible with them, get as little involvement from them as possible, as little disruption to them as possible, give them the result they want. Typically, that's a good model for most businesses. So if you're DeLonghi, the chances are you could be making everything far more complicated for your customer than it needs to be. You might be frustrating your customer and you may well not be getting the degree of new business or winning new business or retain the business that you should otherwise be doing. Equally, if you are a business where it has to be a DeLonghi kind of process, then you need to make sure that you're attracting the right customers for you that want that DeLonghi experience. But they get involved, they get their hands dirty, and they're fundamentally a major part of creating that outcome. Whether you choose to be a DeLonghi or you have to be by necessity a DeLonghi, then just make sure that within that you have components of Nespresso in there. You don't want everything to be convoluted. You don't want everything to require huge amounts of input and effort. What you want to do is be as frictionless as possible where you can, and then you create an amazing experience where you can't. The DeLonghi experience, whilst it's a convoluted way of making coffee, we only see it as convoluted if all we're focused on is getting a coffee. We should just have bought the Nespresso machine. The DeLonghi experience is actually a wonderful experience. So it's not convoluted in the sense of, oh, this is arduous and boring and miserable. It's engaging. It's beautiful. You know, you can smell it and touch it and you can see it and you're involved in the whole process. It's an exciting thing to be part of. So if you are a DeLonghi company, then it's okay to be that because that is what you are through necessity or through choice, but make it a delightful experience for your customer. What you don't want is to be selling to Nespresso clients if you're a DeLonghi company and you don't want to be selling to DeLonghi customers if you're an Nespresso company. And if by necessity you have to be a DeLonghi company, even if you're selling to Nespresso clients, they need to be engaged in the DeLonghi experience, needs to be a wonderful one. If you have a convoluted process that isn't a wonderful experience, it's just a convoluted process. If you have an unnecessarily complicated process, then it's annoying for everybody. It needs to be as complicated as it needs to be. But equally, you need to know what it is your customers are buying. DeLonghi, whilst they are obviously competitors of Nespresso, well, I should say Nespresso are competitors of DeLonghi, both of them actually have their own market, their own customer base. And someone like myself, for example, I can see the merits in both of them, and I do have both of them on my counter. And you need to just be able to work out yourself, am I DeLonghi, am I Nespresso, who am I selling to, 
Am I making sure that I'm selling DeLonghi to DeLonghi customers, Nespresso to Nespresso customers? And if I have to sell DeLonghi because that's the only way we're going to get the result, I have to make sure that my Nespresso customers are fully engaged in the DeLonghi experience and everything needs to be just like DeLonghi does. It needs to be a wonderful experience, not a complicated, convoluted one, but a wonderful experience for them to engage in. There you go. I hope that makes sense. I hope you get where I was going with that one. I was just sitting there today looking at both of my coffee machines and just thinking, you know what, increasingly I keep going back to the Nespresso because I'm just busy. It's perfect coffee every single time. I can't fault it. A perfect head on it. I mean, it's just wonderful. And it's just easy, 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 especially since I got my milk frother as well not so long ago. The whole process, I don't know, you know, maybe 30 seconds to a minute, And I'm not even there while the process is going on. All I do is set it up, press the buttons, go away, do something else, come back, it's finished, I pour it, I drink it. However, I was also looking at my DeLonghi machine thinking, I kind of missed that whole experience of getting involved in the coffee machine, the noise, the tapping, you know, the banging, the steam. I kind of missed that a little bit as well. And fundamentally, I thought, you know what? I think this is a pretty good analogy for business. Right, off the back of that, I'm going to go and make myself a cup of coffee right now. I have whetted my appetite. Maybe I've whetted yours. I hope you like this content. I'm absolutely committed to giving you the best possible content I can through this podcast to help you, the small, ambitious business owner, achieve the results, achieve the success, and achieve the lifestyle and the quality of life that you want to get. The one that actually I believe you deserve, given the sacrifices you make, the commitment to your business, your work ethic, Fundamentally, you deserve to be successful. You deserve to have all you're working for. And I'm here to help you on that journey. If I can be of more use to you, then please do go and check out our website, biggerbrightbolder.co.uk. You'll find lots of resources there. You'll also find a lot more about what we are, who we are, and what we're doing for our members, business owners just like you that are looking for that business growth, looking to achieve those increased results in their businesses, whether they're starting out, whether they're doing 30, 40, 50K, aiming for that 100K mark, or whether they're already doing hundreds or multiple hundreds in turnover, looking to scale their businesses. We've got a group specifically with those people waiting for you right now. If you're interested in talking to us about how we can help you, support you more face-to-face, more focused, then please do go and check us out on that website. I'll drop the link in the descriptions of this episode. Also, I'll put in an email address for Tracy Miller, my partner in life and in business. She would love to hear from you and speak to you if you think we can support you. You can contact Tracy at tracy.miller at biggerbrighterbolder.co.uk. Tracy with an E. I'll drop that email address in the descriptions as well. You'll also find some resources down there that will help you on your ongoing entrepreneurial journey. I'll see you next time. Until then, As always, be successful. Leveling up. Extreme business growth through raising your game. When what was once extraordinary becomes ordinary, you know you've leveled up. 